You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, Rifters. This is Rifts and Rules, the 5e D&D podcast where we go through the many 5e books and talk about various rules and hunt your gameplay experience. I'm Nathan, the Dungeon Master of Riftwake. And I'm Remy, a player in Riftwake and a Dungeon Master myself. And today we're here to talk to you about brothels! So, as a continuation of our depravity week, uh, we're going to talk about brothels in Dungeons and Dragons. So, Nathan, what's a brothel? It's a it's a place where people sell um, sex, I guess. Yeah. So, technically speaking, what's actually kind of strange the the definition that Google pulls up is a house where men can visit prostitutes. I don't actually agree with that specific a definition, but your mileage may vary. So, how much do you think brothels are talked about in the published 5th edition materials? Not a ton. Incorrect! Brothel comes up a fucking lot, actually. Wait, wait, really? (laughs) Uh, yeah. Well, um, well, let's see here. It is mentioned in the Guide to Wildmount, which, okay, you may not count that one, per se, but it's also briefly mentioned in Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. It's also got a mention in... Uh, Xanathar's Guide actually has it in a, in, a, in a few charts, but there's also a mention of it in uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, but most hilarious to me personally, in the fucking Dungeon Master's Guide! And this one is honestly my favorite. The mention of it in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Because in the Adventure Environments chapter, number five, there is charts on random buildings. But this is unusual. So... As just random buildings in a D&D game, of course, taverns would be a part of that. And at least according to the Dungeon Master's Guide, a brothel is a subsection of tavern. 
So seriously, folks, just check me to see this for yourself. If you look in Chapter 5 Adventure Environments, Random Buildings, Tavern, you will see right there in black and white that apparently on the D20 percentage chart of taverns, a brothel isn't just one number on that D20 list. It is two. So there is... A 10% chance, according to the Dungeon Master's Guide, that any given random tavern is a brothel! I mean, it's just a, just two numbers, so it could, it could be just normal. Well, yeah, but one additional little detail that is also very funny. It's not like it's one or two, like, you know, the low numbers, right. or like a random one in the middle, like 11, 12. 19 and 20 specifically <laughs> a crit wait, wait, wait. is getting a brothel as your random tavern <laughs> okay so guys we rolled a 20 let's see what we got we got a brothel <laughs> if you get a, a natural 20 on your random tavern roll it's a brothel <laughs> I, I just I I don't know if that is just a strange coincidence that no one realized the effect of, or if there is just someone with a perverted sense of humor working for Wizards of the Coast. I honestly don't know, but it's hilarious. I, I imagine it, it's the latter, honestly. Like, somebody was like, this would be funny. <laughs> I, I don't know. I wonder, or, I mean, to be honest, maybe it is. Like, they only thought of it at the end and like, oh, right, that. We need another thing for Tavern. But but whatever the reason, the end result, a 19 or 20 on the random tavern roll is a brothel. And this is in the goddamn Dungeon Master's Guide. <laughs> I can't get over that one. Alright. <clears throat> so, before we get into the house. Nathan, what is your opinion on just, in general, having brothels in a D&D game? I mean, if it's realistic to your world, it's fine. Well, that's a big question, isn't it, though? Like, what are just the, the pros and cons of having a brothel? Uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's one of those just... Honestly, just oh, strange wait, shit. That, that's, I, I just realized it's a good source of information, shit. Absolutely. Yeah, that would definitely be People one talk. thing. Okay, so with that in mind, how might you make use of a brothel in a D&D &D game? Like me personally? Yeah. Mainly as a source of information. Um, a money sink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as everything is to you. Yes. <laughs> and we will actually be talking about pricing in a little while, because me being me, I do of course have a chart. <laughs> Remy has thought of everything, guys. Well, I, I will I, never make the, the mistake of assuming that he has a plan for something. Again, we'll, we'll, we'll get into more of that in a little bit later. But anyway, the point being, though, there is a shocking amount of just mentions of brothels just in the written 5th edition materials. So it's not like this is, you know, older materials that just still have mention. So I mentioned, you know, the one in the Dungeon Master's Guide, of course, but then in Xanathar too. So that has an entire set of charts of just like different places 
that a person can just be from. So <laughs> in Xanathar's Guide, birthplace, there is apparently a 2% chance that a person might be born in a brothel, tavern, or inn. So it is a little bit interesting to me that they do just smush all of those in together. But yeah, sure enough, according to this chart, there is a chance of any person making use of this chart having just been born in a brothel. Which, to be honest, is actually a kind of interesting backstory. Because way more often than not, people tend to go for the orphan route for adventurers, you know, for their backstory. But it would actually be a pretty interesting story, I think at least, to have it be that, okay, you know, you just are the child of a whore and someone. And you don't know, your parent may not know. And I'm purposefully not mentioning the gender of either direction because it can go either direction. Like, honestly, that's kind of a stereotype that bothers me. You know, men can be whores too. And honestly, when you <laughs> that, 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 that's uh, that's Rami's political campaign when he wants to be president. <laughs> yeah, Man yeah. can be whores too. Man Man can, can be whores too. too. <laughs> and honestly, when you consider you know D and D magic and just the alter self spell, like we talked about in our sex magic episode back at episode sixty nine, there's a lot of D and D magic that can be used for sexual purposes. So I mean, honestly, like. You can, like, magically speaking, you can have, you know, Fuda. Like, there's, there might even be magic that allows Mpreg. Like, magic can do some crazy shit. So it's not gonna be as, you know, normal, quote-unquote, as it is in our world. Like, there can be way more just diversification of people in such jobs. Like, there's no reason that, like, the beautiful woman that, you know, you do hire for the hour isn't actually just a dude with alter self. Like, y you don't know, like, magic. Anyway, uh, that's a bit Things of a Things best not to think about. <laughs> I mean, does it even matter, though? I mean, does it? If you're hired for a specific amount of time and they're in a form that you find aesthetically pleasing for that amount of time... Does it matter? I don't think so. Fair, fair point. And so, or, Rami, I've to got be honest, question. that is actually a moral thing that you or not. Well, not moral. I don't even know what you'd call that. But that is a situation that you can just kind of even throw into your own world. Like, because <laughs> if you do just let there be Wait, I just thought something like funny. that, like maybe you could just ask that question in your own world because, and just kind of see what response I, you get. I, I can guarantee you real woman would come at a premium. Ah. <sighs> I don't know. No, because I, I know people, and that's what would happen. I don't know that it would. Because well, it, if you can literally... I mean, there's no way to consider, prove it, yeah. I mean, It mean, you can, but it'd be difficult. But when you consider just the sheer flexibility of just, you know, magic in D&D &D for the sake of, you know, just polymorph and... Or I should not say polymorph. No, no, no. Let me take that back. If you consider things like true polymorph, or if you consider things like alter self... Like anything that is a fetish can be acquired for the right price, because magically speaking, it's possible. Like it can get weird in all honesty. And that is, you know, up to just you as the dungeon master, what you want to allow in your world. But like you can like if you want to, you know, 
have uh you know the enlarge spell used you know to have like size difference porn exists you know pixie and fairy porn exists i'm not going to describe the acts in question but you could use your imagination for that but the point being our world has porn of crazy shit that cannot exist in our world but can be done in D&D. Like, fuck, you could even just... I mean, if you want to just have tentacles that you control, there are ways to do that in D&D. Like, anything that can be imagined can be done with magic. What's kind of nuts is that, like, okay, I'm a dungeon master, and I have a rather thorough imagination. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I don't know how to do with existing D&D magic. Like, not even having to homebrew everything that I can think of, I know how to do. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but I can. <laughs> anyway. So, okay, so we started talking a little bit about the morality of it. So, Nathan, just what is just your opinion on just how would brothels be seen in a D&D world? I mean, there's two ways about it, right? People can just see it as, like, um, the, you know, m more modern kind of thing where it's, like, frowned upon, or it could just be that kind of thing where, okay, it's it's just another need. Uh, you you go to an inn to eat, and you go to a brothel to fuck. There you go. Yeah, and a lot of the time those are in the same place, allegedly. <laughs> Given that apparently 10% of taverns are brothels. <laughs> I just can't wrap my brain around that number still. Uh, oh my goodness. Actually, just a quick tangent, just because this is just another one that stuck out and it amused me. So this is also from Wildmount. So there is a mention, just the description of halflings on the Menagerie Coast. Halflings are common enough in the Clovis Concord that just about every vessel, shop, tavern, coffeehouse, and brothel has been designed with halflings and gnomes in mind. Stairs often have shallow steps for small legs, stools feature hand cranks to adjust their height up and down, and most restaurants have utensils sized for small hands. <laughs> uh, just the fact that... In the description just for halflings in general, that apparently halflings are common enough at brothels that they have stairs and stools and all that kind of stuff designed with their use in mind. Like, there is so much more published content just all over the place that I really just would not have expected. Uh, oh, man. Let's see. What's this other one I've got? So I've got just a bunch of tabs open with just the different places that I found mention of brothels. So I mentioned Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. So of course, you know, on the journey to hell, there would be some mention of brothels. And sure enough, there is indeed a green light district, apparently, in Baldur's Gate, instead of a red light district, that is... The place that has lively taverns, brothels, dance halls, and fest halls. Again, just like, it's interesting to me that brothels right after tavern and before dance hall. Are there more brothels than dance halls? I don't know. <laughs> that, that's a big question. Yeah, it just, there's so many just mentioned throughout the 5th edition material. Uh, 
man, there's even one mention. I'm not going to say where, just in case spoilers. But there's even mention that there is apparently a brothel somewhere that is run by a death slod, which is also hilarious because slods are a real interesting monster, but that also has the shape changer trait. So they can just turn into a small or medium humanoid, which honestly would be rather profitable for uh, a person of the night. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just so strange. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But uh, I'll be honest, this episode was one of my favorite research binges because I wasn't expecting to actually find so much stuff. But anyway, so that is uh, just some of the official mentions of brothels in 5th edition materials. However, I did mention again back in our episode on sex magic that there are some third-party books that have rather more information. So, in particular, uh, I'm going to be referencing here the Book of Erotic Fantasy. So this is something that was published, I don't remember if it was the 3 or 3.5 era, but it is something that's compliant with the OGL from back in the day. So technically speaking, like the numbers mostly line up. So this book is a lot. It has 194 pages of just various erotic subjects. I mean, it has everything from sexual magic items, a lot of new spells. It has it actually has a very good chart on crossbreeding that is actually one that I've made use of, which is just like what various species can breed with what. And I just find that to be helpful because it also has like percentages to know like, oh, OK, so elves actually just have a relatively low birth rate, which makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, there's a lot of actual good information in here that can be useful. But for the sake of this episode, one thing that I do want to mention, it actually has a very, very good chart for prices on sexual services. And they don't just have you know, just this is the cost of just, you know, a prostitute. They actually have an escort, a streetwalker, a brothel prostitute, a master or mistress, and a masseuse. So massage pricing, too, which is pretty nifty. So, Nathan, I'm what fairly kind sure of massage? That... Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever you're willing to pay for. Yes. 
you were asking? So I'm reasonably confident that even though I've mentioned it before, that you yourself have not downloaded this book. So I'm just <laughs> curious for you to guess. So we'll focus specifically on the brothel first. What do you think is the price range in this chart for various quality of brothel prostitutes? Sorry, that, that kind of just, I blanked out. What do you say again? Brothel prostitute prices. Guess. Uh, d- 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 two gold pieces, one gold piece. So there's a range. Guess the low and guess the high. Low is five silver. Uh, high is five gold. Not quite. Yay. So five copper to ten gold. Okay. Which is honestly, <laughs> yeah, that's that's really sad to consider. Well, so, how, how much is swipe copper? Uh, five dollars. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. But, yeah, that's uh. However, you there are actually a few different ways that you could interpret this. So this may be just the base cost. So maybe that's just hmm. how crude do you think that we should be when discussing this episode? Um, as long as it stays within certain limits, I think we should be fine. Okay, I'll. It's not I'll too be, too graphic. Okay, I'll be slightly less crude. So maybe that base price is for just some form of non-penetrative sexual act, and that right. it might just be more expensive for uh, a home yeah. run. Let's put it. Yeah. But on the other hand, it is also kind of interesting to think about that on the other end of things, when, so they have this ranked also, poor, common, excellent, and superior, which is interesting phrasing. But a superior brothel prostitute is 10 superior. gold plus. <laughs> that sounds like a, like a card that you pull up from a deck. <laughs> I summon I superior prostitute. <laughs> superior prostitute. Oh no. I just disables your card for five rounds. <laughs> oh god. Uh, okay. So this was not written for fifth edition, but right. what is kind of hilarious here. So they don't just have this chart. They actually have quite a lot of description as well. So for the bro- the brothel prostitute. Where a streetwalker takes to the alleys, a brothel prostitute works for a bordello, a gentleman's club, or other house where rooms and prostitutes are provided together. Brothel prostitutes have their own rooms in which to service their clients. These quarters can be squalid hellholes or luxurious love nests, depending on the quality of the brothel and prostitute employed. Like, I lo- it, it's really funny to me how professionally this book is written, that I very much enjoy it. But... They they go into further detail what of what differentiates you know p- poor good excellent or superior, so they mention let's see superior brothel prostitute is beautiful with a charisma of sixteen plus has the maximum number of ranks in perform sexual technique, so by fifth edition rules that would basically mean that they have expertise in performance, which just makes me laugh. Ah. Like, honestly, this book may be entirely about sexual materials, but it really is just good for a laugh if you do. Just read it just for the articles. Like, that's always a stereotype to just look at porn, but there really is just some very amusingly written material in the book of erotic fantasy. (sighs) But anyway, 
So, a superior brothel prostitute is 10 gold plus, which also is just kind of interesting to think about. So using, you know, my usual conversion, that would be $1,000 as the base price for a superior brothel prostitute. And that's honestly pretty neat to me, because that really does kind of make sense if you do consider... Okay, yeah, you know, prostitution is mostly illegal in the US, but there are specific locations that one can go where it is legal, and such places are not cheap. So when you consider in D&D, if it is mostly open about such things just being available, then okay, yeah, that would actually make sense in t- to think about, okay, yeah, so $1,000 is the base, base price for like the highest quality of brothel prostitute. Uh, I do also feel it's just worth mentioning a brief tangent, though. So we talked about hirelings the other week, and they do also have escorts here as well, which is just kind of funny to me, because just I've never seen this done, but I kind of want to now. Could you imagine if instead of just having a hireling, like just someone who just like carry a torch or something like that, that you purposefully just have like a just, you know, better than average, but not superior prostitute hired just so that, hey, you have some companionship during the nights while you're out adventuring. I've never seen that done. And that's honestly a little surprising to me in retrospect. I mean, especially because they do have the prices of escorts here where it can go anywhere from, you know, a poor escort being two silver, which is interesting too because that is the exact same as unskilled labor which kind of checks out but then you also have on the high end a superior escort is 100 gold plus so yeah unless you are rather exceptional adventurers that's probably a bit far but if you consider also the mid one so an excellent escort is 1 gold a day so you can make an argument that based on the 5th edition hireling rules, that a skilled hireling could could be an escort, and you could theoretically have an escort hired for two gold a day to travel with your party. Whether you should do such a thing, debatable. But theoretically, I don't see a reason rule-wise that you could not do so. Uh, just kind of curious, what's your take on that idea, Nathan? Keeps up morale, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's a strange thing to think about, but in a world where, like, brothels are just a regular thing. You would have to pay quite a lot, though. Not necessarily. Like, I just, I went through the prices a moment ago while you weren't paying attention. But it's basically the same prices as a hireling, so you could have unskilled or skilled. But yeah, for two gold a day, you could just kind of have someone on retainer traveling with you. So if you are like a mid-level party, just having someone kind of hired on indefinitely would really not be that out of the range of possibility, you know, price-wise. So yeah, so you could just have an escort who just is your companion as you travel and just would kind of just become an NPC non-combatant with the party. I, I, I like the idea. Because it it's gives another person something to be to taken away. Hostage. I fucking knew it! Yes. <laughs> you piece of shit! <laughs> ah, you're a terrible person, Nathan. I know, and it, and it makes me happy. <laughs> ah, God damn it. <laughs> I 
anything you form attachments to, I can take away. <laughs> All right. So I've been talking a lot. So to to send it back your way a little bit more, just what is just your take on just how much or how prevalent you might consider to actually make brothels just honestly for yourself in Riftwake? I mean, the way I've dealt with it is just I don't mention them for Riftwake, but then again, like I'm trying to keep Riftwake to some extent, like, there's a lot of really fucked up shit that happens in Riftwing, but generally speaking, it's all just either scat, <laughs> like, a horse shitting all over the place, and just, like, uh, what else, um, horrible murder, where you kill a child, but there hasn't been anything in terms of, like, uh, anything really sexual, and that's kind of how I, I want to keep it. It, it. it keeps to my very Asian sensibilities. <laughs> And I'm I'm glad you actually did bring yeah. up that because that's the point I was hoping that you'd make. All people do have their own morality just on what is okay in terms of violence and sexuality just for their just personal preferences in their games. So I just fall under the, the side more of it is a thing that people do. It is a thing that people would want. So... Also, if you consider that, like, in a D&D world, going traveling for any reason is crazy dangerous. So any profession where you could make a solid living without having to travel would honestly be just more advantageous, I would say. So honestly, I think that there would be more desire for someone to enter that profession in a D&D world because it's so dangerous to not just be in town. So with that understanding then, that, okay, there'd be more of it, that there would not be the more kind of puritanical angle that our modern society has taken, like, it really is, my opinion at least, that brothels would be much, much more of a thing in a D&D world than it is in ours. However, it is, as always, up to you as the Dungeon Master to make the choice of how prominent do you want the appearance of brothels to be in your world, but hopefully what we've talked about today can give you some guidance on how to do so if you do choose to make use of them. Thanks for listening to this episode of Riffs and Rules. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the monthly hangout where you'll be able to chat with the cast, and even input on Riffs and Rules topics. Find us on social media, on Twitter, at Riftwake Podcast, on Facebook as Riftwake, on Reddit, on the subreddit, r slash Riftwake Podcast, and you can send us an email, riftwakepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.